Welcome to Changeable. This is episode number 149, Burnout to Buoyancy with Dorothy Martin. You're tuned in to Changeable with Dr. Amy Johnson. Changeable podcast is all about breaking habits, ending anxiety, and the ironic way change really works. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey there, welcome back to Changeable. My guest in today's episode is Dorothy Martin. I met Dorothy um, last fall when she went through the little school of big change and um, was just so taken with her and her enthusiasm and how much she got from the course, but how much she had seen already coming into this. And um, I just... I just loved her energy and I couldn't wait to hear more about her story because I I learned through the course that she worked with uh, individuals and businesses and companies helping people with things like stress and burnout. Um, And I didn't really know, although maybe she told me a little bit, but I, I didn't really realize what kind of story she had with that. So what her personal experience had been. And so I learned a lot of that uh, as we recorded this episode that you're about to listen to. And it's it's just really pretty remarkable. So she, she's she been doing this work around stress and burnout for a long time, but um, from kind of an old paradigm uh, way, an old paradigm philosophy for a long time until she had her own personal experience with stress and burnout. And she describes in this episode hating being awake, like waking up and instantly feeling exhausted. Like she just couldn't wait until it was time to go back to bed again and not really knowing what to do. Uh, All the things she taught people about stress and burnout weren't helping Uh, and not really being able to even, not even really having the energy to uh, help herself much to, you know, read or look into things. Um, until slowly she did. And and so she came across this understanding. She came across a book by Michael Neal uh, and slowly but surely began reading this and looking in this direction and and waking up to the idea that, wow, maybe maybe this explains it, <laughs> you know, which which in some ways sounds so obvious, but in other ways it's like when you don't feel well, there's a million reasons. Your mind is telling you a million reasons why. A million reasons why. And in that mix of a million reasons why, it's also saying, I don't know why. You know, like it's just a jumble of so much stuff. And so it's so cool to hear Dorothy talk about her experience of of hearing a bit of this and thinking, oh, I shouldn't trust my thinking when I'm when I'm in such a low mood, when I'm in such low consciousness. Maybe that's what's going on for me. <laughs> and from there, just waking up to to so much change. And so now, obviously, she shares this in her work and and comes from a very very different place. But I'm just really excited for you to hear from Dorothy, uh, hear her story. And uh, if you if you want to hear more about stress and burnout the way that she shares it, she has a course that's starting on June 1st. Um, that's really great. And I'll put her her website in the show notes so you can see more about her. But enjoy this conversation with Dorothy Martin. Hey, Dorothy, thanks so much for coming on Changeable. 
Oh my gosh, I'm so <laughs> I'm so excited to be here, Amy. Thank you so much for inviting me. I was really looking forward to to our conversation, and here we are. I know. I've been looking forward to it also. So um, yeah, so maybe tell everyone a little bit about uh, where you live, what you do, that kind of basic stuff. Yeah, um, I uh, actually we've just moved to Suffolk in in England. So I live uh, at the moment in the middle of the countryside, which is absolutely amazing. We've moved from uh, London to here, so it's a big, big change, and we are loving it. Um, what I do? Well, I I speak about well-being. I speak about stress and resilience. So I attend a variety of events, conferences, well-being events at work. Really talking about talking about well-being and stress and resilience, and I, and I love it. And of course, I run programs on that. Um, and my focus is really about helping people navigate challenging times with more well-being, with more calm, with more peace, and even enable them to actually turn their stress into success. So that's it. Yeah, wow. in a nutshell. That's, that's great. Well, I want to ask more about that in a little bit. Stress into success. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> so, um, yeah. so, so when did you, so I know that now you kind of share this new paradigm in your work. And so, and we'll talk about that. So when you talk about stress and, and navigating change and stuff that's kind of coming from this understanding, um, how has it always been like that? Or, or how did you kind of come into this way of seeing things? And so, yeah, of course, no, 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 it, it hasn't been like this um, from the beginning, not at all. So I trained in psychology, so I trained in psychology and um, I went and then started to work in the area of health and well-being and stress and mental health. Um, and, and of course, my, my message then, <laughs> my message then was, was mostly, you know, the stress is, is not great, is not good, is, is harmful. And these are the harms. So you have to be aware of your triggers and you have to, you know, try to um, address those triggers. <laughs> <laughs> and then all the triggers that cannot be addressed, you just need to manage your, your stress. Um, and of course, with well-being, it was all about, again, promoting well-being and helping people to develop healthy habits, to have more well-being, to achieve more well-being. So that was the conversation that I was, I was having before. Um, and, you know, and I, and I loved it until i started to realize that you know my 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 advice was actually not really working for myself um at some point at some point it was 6 years ago now in 2014 um i i started to basically become really really tired tired um, exhausted, and I have been trying to implement all the, you know, all that I was teaching, and, and it was just not, it was just not working. And uh, regardless of what I was doing, regardless of how much self care I gave myself, how much 
you know, strategies I practiced to have less stress and, and be better. Somehow I was not achieving that well-being that I wanted to and I was talking about in my work. And somehow I was actually feeling more stressed and I was feeling more exhausted. My mental health was literally plummeting. And I found myself feeling depressed um, and totally exhausted. Um, so that was a complete shocker for me in, in, a, in the health industry thinking, what the hell, <laughs> what the hell is going on? Mm. Um, and, uh, and that's how it all started. And, and then, of course, with, with all that I was trying to do to remedy my situation and feel better, um, and seeing that nothing really works, and of course I have been also seeking professional health, you know, as a psychologist, this was the first thing. I would, I would go and, and seek professional health. But at that time, nothing was shifting. And I, I, at the end of this process, I thought, you know, I, I basically, there's something wrong with me. There's something so fundamentally wrong with me that everything that I'm doing is not helping. Um, and that means that, you know, that there, there is, I'm broken, there, I'm beyond fixing. I've tried all my life, you know, to, to be well and everything. And, and there is something that I cannot fix. So that was the conclusion that I have, I have drawn at first from that experience. And it was really, really, really painful. Um, and it's such a, such be. a common conclusion. Like I, we, I, I was just talking with people about this this week that, you know, we, she was using this metaphor, the woman of scaffolding. Like we put up this scaffolding and think, oh, this is going to fix the problem. Now, no, that's the wrong scaffolding. Now this one will fix it. And it, yeah. and it always occurs to us first that we're broken before, before it occurs to us that maybe the scaffolding is broken or we don't need that scaffolding, you know, so yeah. we try in the stuff, but I can just, that's so relatable, you know, that after everything, and just so human that, yeah, it comes back on us and our own minds. Like, oh, therefore something's wrong with me. You know, we, it's, it's logical given how life looks. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's, I think, you know, we, we are so um, primed to, to look for that scaffolding, to, to look for something to, to do, to feel better. Mm -hmm. And then when, when that scaffolding doesn't work and then another doesn't work, it's, you know, the, it is just the last conclusion that is heartbreaking. And I know, as you know, that a lot of, a lot of people arrive at that conclusion. Um, but, you know, my motto is it doesn't have to be this way. You know, it doesn't have to be this way. And that's what I repeat all the time in my, in my talks as well. And, and when I work with people, um, that's a one way, um, so, yeah. So, so how did, um, and well, first <laughs> let me say, um, that, that, that wall that you crashed into, like you're sharing this and doing it professionally and then you need yeah. it and it doesn't work on you. I've been there <laughs> and that's a special <laughs> kind of like, what the heck, you know, like it's, it's, you feel like you're broken, but then also your whole career feels like a sham in a way. Like, wow, have I been helping anyone with this stuff and why doesn't it work on me? Um, yeah. but as I know, you know, 
it also is this amazing gift that opens us up to something that's so much better for everyone, including ourselves. But it feels like it almost has to be personal sometimes for us to truly see, you know, oh no, there's, there's a better way. Yeah. Um, absolutely. Uh, you know, it doesn't have to be, but very often is this kind of a personal crush, whatever it may be for people, um, to awaken us to something, something new. And when I talk about burnout, my experience, I absolutely talk about it, as you said, as a gift. And I wouldn't have it any other way. It was painful. It was the most difficult, but it was the most helpful as well. So it was the worst and the best time in a way mm. in my, uh, in my life. So, um, yeah, I wouldn't have it any other way. And, and yes, stress is this kind of a wake up call is like, Hey, let's look what's happening here. And let's don't look outside where you, where we are always looking, but let's look what's happening within us. Um, and that changes, changes, changes the game. It's a game changer, that change of direction. Yeah. Uh, yeah and I, and, and, you know, in the midst of my, um, you know, burnout, being so exhausted that literally I have not had time, I have not had energy to implement any, any other strategy because literally there was no energy left for me. Um, you know, what I, what I was doing at that time is that I hated to be awake because literally every time I would wake up, I would feel exhausted again. It would be that this horrible swoosh of depression and, and exhaustion would, would literally start immediately in that moment when I opened my eyes and I, and I hated it. And, I, and, and that's why I really wanted to uh, fall asleep again. And the best thing uh, at that time that I found that would work for me is I would rise my iPad <laughs> and, and, and that would at, at some point would, literally helped me to fall asleep again yeah so that's how I've been uh, functioning <laughs> in the in the later in the in the basically uh, last few months of 2014 wow. um yeah really and then and then what um yeah <laughs> what what kind of shifted what did what did you what led to you starting to see that there's another place to look you know it's um it's it's really funny story, but but one morning I woke up in exactly the same place. Um, I I woke up, I opened my eyes, the same thing happening, and I was just feeling. I don't want to swear, but you know, there was this like, gosh, you know, this is here again, and I'm just losing my, I'm losing the game with this. Mm. Um, and again, the best thing I wanted to go back to see, so I started to browse. And I was browsing my iPad and literally, I don't know how, I found myself on the pages of Michael Neal's book, uh, Outside, Outside in Revolution. And there was a book that somebody gave it to me a while ago. And I've read it and I was like, oh, yeah, this is quite good, um, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about this. Yeah. Uh, I was kind of arguing with, with him because he says somewhere in the book, you don't have to do anything to be well. And I was 
you know, I still was wearing my kind of a hat of psych- psychology hat. And I thought, well, that is, no, no, <laughs> that is not the case. You have to do, you have to do so. That, that didn't really sit well with me. But for some, some reason, at that, on that day, it was December, like mid of December in 2014, I, I was browsing and I found myself on resource pages of his book. And as I was browsing, I found this, uh, the book of Jack Pransky, Somebody Should Have Told Us. And this title, somehow, it really kind of, it, you know, it was like, somebody should have told us. And I was like, somebody should have told us? What? You know, I should, I know everything. What? <laughs> what did I miss? <laughs> yeah, exactly. What have I missed? And I've downloaded that book. And, and literally, I started to read this book. And, oh, you know, and, and for some reason, I, w- I was reading this book. And, and I, when I started to read, you know, he, he talks, he shares a lot of stories. For some reason, my attention got switched back on. And I don't know how, because I couldn't concentrate at the time for a long time. But I... I got switched on and I started to read and and it and I started to read more and more and gosh and and then at some point literally it was uh, the chapter where he talks you know thinking is our life we don't have to think our way out of the problems you know uh, and then there is a chapter called in low levels of consciousness uh, it is unwise to trust your thinking and that really it <laughs> and I remember literally sitting in my bed <laughs> sitting in my bed and it was like what I said is I literally the question came to me and I was like is this what is happening to me it's like like is this what is happening to me my is my thinking happening to me <laughs> and and uh <laughs> <laughs> was, and literally, I just felt in that moment some. There was confusion, and there was the the energy. I remember I got out of bed, and I just started to walk around the room, thinking, <laughs> thinking this is. Um, it was just such a revelation, and and suddenly I suddenly I saw it, and I suddenly saw it that I was literally just having so much unhelpful negative thinking about my life, what is not working in my life, where I should be in my life. I had so much unhelpful thinking about people in my life, so much judgments on, you know, how people should be. Oh my gosh. And, and also about myself, so much judgment. And, and suddenly, suddenly I saw it, that it was just my my thought, just my thoughts, and it wasn't me. So it wasn't my life. It wasn't people in my life. It wasn't me. And yeah, it was my thinking. It was such an uplifting um, realization. Um, such a, yeah, I, uplifting and Yeah, I, I love, it's difficult to. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I love how you saw it. Now, this is just me putting words around it. Uh, it's not yeah. literally like this, but it's like you kind of saw it all the way through. So often people will hear 
that we live in our thinking, you know, we're just feeling our thinking. And sometimes, and this is, you know, it's always changing. So it doesn't mean anything about anyone, but sometimes we see that kind of halfway and, uh, and people will say, oh gosh, well, I'm doing this to myself then, or, okay, well now I have all this thinking and that's a problem. How do I change my thinking? You know, there's so many kind of part ways yeah. that we see that. And yeah. sometimes we just see it all the way through, like, and it leads to what you're talking about, like that relief, like, oh, it's just thinking. <laughs> so it's yeah. just, uh, it's just interesting to notice how, notice that, you know? Yeah. And, you know, some people ask, ask me that because yes, in my, in my work, I, I see people, you know, learning and realizing, and we all have so many different insights and realizations the more we start looking in that direction everyone is is navigating this conversation in their own way and um and you know our journeys are are, are different and for some reason and, and i sometimes think it could be because i was so low i was so low and everything that i Everything that I was, I knew the doing was taken away because I was so exhausted. I don't know. I don't know, but that, that literally has been uplifting, has, has been a complete turning point, um, in my, in my life. And, and of course that, did not stop me from going further and thinking, gosh, you know, I have missed that in my whole career, in my whole life, in my whole kind of psychology study and all the courses that I've done, I, I've missed that. Why? And, and, and of course I, I've contacted Jack Pransky and, and I, I wanted to study with him. And I, of course I, I looked in, in that and I looked into research, um, to, to learn more and at the same time you know it doesn't mean it doesn't mean that from that moment this turning around my life became just you know like you know I was just running across the field in the sunshine in some way in some way in some way yes but in some way it comes with all this humanness of 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 living and and facing challenges challenge after challenge you know feeling overwhelmed feeling you know all the emotions that come when we are you know we're just all the emotions all the emotions so um so that journey journey continued and the emotions continued and, and e- even you know in my um in my sessions i talk about it that you know after that realization the next day i'm waking up <laughs> and i'm not feeling like on top of the world i'm feeling tired i'm feeling anxious mm-hmm. i'm feeling low um and but at that moment you know I I know what's happening and I'm like hey let's let's see what's going to happen you know let's see what's going to happen here and it's and, so and just that understanding yeah mm-hmm. that that bit is so important because it's so easy to to assume you know okay now I'm going to wake up different tomorrow mm-hmm. and usually we don't because 
everything's just habitual and in motion, you know, and your body's kind of learned a, a depressed way of feeling and your mind has learned a depressed way of thinking. And that doesn't instantly just go away. So I'm so glad you said that. I was going to ask like, well, how'd you wake up the next day? You know, but, but just for people to know that's, that's just part of it. And like you said, yeah. then on the journey of like, oh, we're on to this, but there's still so much more to see. There's always more to see more, but we're on to it. That can bring its own stuff because our mind, again, mostly because our mind is making up like, well, I know that it's thinking, why am I feeling this way? And just all, all the stuff that comes along with that too, which in a way, again, is kind of perfect. It's like we get we th- get thrown into this and then we get to see things more and more deeply by all the crap that comes up in our way. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, there is always, you know, something more to see. And, and I always, uh, always think to myself, there will always be other challenges. There will always be stresses. There will always be things that I don't yet see. And, and that's why I'm actually, you now I'm excited about those places that I don't have ease, that, that I get stressed, that, you know, habitually I have a lot of unhelpful thinking because I do, <laughs> you, know, you, you know, Amy, that I do. And, um, and again, the same, the same thing, coming back to the same thing the same looking looking in instead of looking out you know the looking in seeing seeing the the thought seeing the thought working creating your experience and 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 that's it and realizing that it changes you know it changes if 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 we don't grab to those thoughts and you know and, and it's funny because yesterday I've actually had a had a chat and we we grab to some some unhelpful thinking because we don't see that it's, it's thinking. We see it as our reality, and that's why it feels it's so easy to get stuck. But yeah, I have plenty of those places in my life, so <laughs> it's plenty to learn and, and to see. But it's exciting. It is exci- it's exciting journey rather than rather than firefighting, rather than trying to fix yourself, rather trying to get to that well-being, you know, that the journey changes because you suddenly leave from that realization, from that place of well-being that you found within yourself beyond, beyond those, beyond the thinking, you know, suddenly once once you touch on that space, beyond the thinking, something fundamentally shifts in us and uh, and and how how we go through life uh, changes um, as or, soon as, as soon as you say that um you're kind of excited or you, you for the places where you still don't see things like that's I love hearing that you know because that's such a because you're right we spend so much time and energy and thought focused on avoiding those or fixing them mm-hmm. or changing them so the minute the minute I feel like we're like, oh, I'm just curious, like, wow, I have this spot over here that I still get way caught up in, but I know I'm just caught up and I wonder when that'll shift, if it will, and what I'll see. I mean, what an amazing way to be. And we can't force that, but it is just a a consequence of having a quieter mind and sort of knowing what's true and what isn't true. When we know what's true, 
you know, we can have a million blind spots and we can just see them with some curiosity. I love that. And that's, it's just such a, like, you know, that's going to shift and it's not eventually when it does. And, and you don't have to suffer in the meantime. Absolutely. Um, you, you don't have to suffer in the meantime. And, um, and uh, it's, you know, it, it's kind of like since um, I, I, there, there is, there is uh, what, it, what sometimes happens, and I know it happened to me at the beginning as well, that once we touch on this, some kind of well of wellness within us, and, and, and there is this suddenly feeling of well-being that comes. And for me, it, you know, coming from depression, anxious, you know, anxiety, and, and exhaustion into this space of wellness, there is this we want to grasp on it, isn't it? We want to hold it. <laughs> and we don't, you know, part of us wants, and, and, you know, for me as well, that this doer kicked in at some point as well. It's like, how do I hold it yeah. in place? You know, I, I feel so nice. And, and then the doer can, can take over and start to do things to hold onto it. But um, yeah, the, the, I think the, the whole magic is, to let go and really sit back and surrender to the experience that is just kind of happening um, within us. And, and that, that does the trick. So it's, um, you know, I some, sometimes I say that, you know, that understanding works its way on us. Actually, there is nothing we have to do. It, it has these miraculous ways of taking us into places that we don't see gently and sometimes throws us, you know, into the midst of it. That's okay as well. But, but that, that works its way through us. And, um, and that's how I have been experiencing it. So, yeah. And that's so cool. You know, that's so cool. That <laughs> I just love it. It is cool. And it's, it's cool like to just start with that. Once, once we've had a glimpse of like, wow, maybe I am made of well-being rather than broken. Um, to just, just lean into it and just, you know, I love the what if game. Like, just like, what if that is what's there? Cause, cause I love what you're saying. It's so true. And, you know, and then the doer can try to manage this too. <laughs> the doer can try to manage yeah. our, just our relaxing and doing nothing. And, yeah, so just uh, just almost testing it out and experimenting with it. I think it's so yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. So so what was the process like? So that was in in the end of 2014. So in the past six years or so, um, yeah, has it just has it been kind of like life keeps just getting a little nicer and easier? Has it been up and down? Like, um, so. I, I think, you know, if I was to look, if I was to look at my life before and after, because I, I really, that, that moment has been such a turning point, turning point in my recovery, but, but more than that, turning point in, in the whole of my life. Um, I, if I was to look back, yes, 
there is definitely, I would definitely say there is so much more days that are good days. There are, there is more ease because that understanding, it's kind of keeps you buoyant going through the seas of, you know, waves of emotions and everything that we all feel. So there is definitely, there is definitely more well-being. There is definitely more ease. There is definitely more resilience to, to, to face challenges and to know where to look for, for solutions, not in analyzing, but again, you know, in that space beyond. And that, that, that's, that's literally all that I, I do. So since then I've changed my, my career. I, I have started to, to teach and share what I found. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, now I, yeah, that's, that's what I do, but the challenges are are there and, you know, the challenges, we cannot avoid challenges. Uh, However hard we would, we would try to avoid and prevent stress. And I talk about it often because in my previous life as a psychologist, I would, I would be teaching about, you know, how can we prevent stress? How can we prevent those those triggers how can we prevent the challenges well let's you know that is not possible <laughs> let's face it you know those things happen <laughs> you know we have pandemic who who have expected that so yes the challenges will happen i've had so many challenges so many challenges um facing you know facing challenge after challenge really and and as you know amy the last year has been hugely challenges challenging for for me and and my my hubby my husband both of us so challenges all the way challenges all the way and and yet within that within that context of um of facing difficult situations there is still that there is still capacity to navigate those challenges and difficult times with well-being um, experiencing all the emotions, grief, you know, difficult emotions and, and with well-being. So, um, yeah. It just feels so different when you talk about preventing stress. And, and I know this is how the world talks about it for the most part, but now maybe, maybe it's just now given what we've seen. It just that even that feels so scary. Like, oh, let's prevent this. Like, oh, we can't have any stress. And, you know, and I think it just adds to this misunderstanding that it's so painful and it's so hard. And of course, we do experience things as hard and painful. But when it looks like something out there just happened to you that's hard and painful, that's completely different than seeing that you're feeling some thoughts and feelings that made feel hard and painful, you know? So I just, I think that's so big, the that prevention conversation and, and, mm-hmm. and where we're saying like, no, like, like bring it on, you know, sure. We don't want it, but it's going to happen in life, you know? So yeah. let me just know that I'm always going to be able to handle anything that comes my way. And yeah, I think about your last year with a, a, your father dying and a giant move and just life feels yeah. like it was kind of all over the place for a bit <laughs> and, and how that would have been for you. I can only imagine if you're trying to dodge things and get like, oh, I'll be happy when this all settles down. I'll be happy when I'm done grieving. I'll be happy when like, that's never going to work. It'd be horrible. But like you said, to be able to just 
be in it all and know that you're held by something bigger, it's, it's mm-hmm. just, it's no words. I mean, it's just huge. It's totally different. Yes, it's, it's totally different. And, and, you know, in, in the last few months, in the, in the last year, really challenging, ch- really challenging because, you know, my work has been all face to face. So a huge shift. And then as you, as you've mentioned, you know, my, my dad passed away at the beginning of the year. It was a huge, although my dad has been ill, but he was doing actually so, so well. Um, and then suddenly he became really ill and everything, he started to deteriorate and, and he passed away. It was a huge, huge shock. And then we were in the midst of selling of the house, in the midst of trying to buy a new house. The pandemic in, in the UK is, you know, <laughs> is actually the numbers day by day going up. So <laughs> everything has been, everything... You know, it, it felt like everything was in the air. Um, and if I didn't have this understanding, I think that would be so tough. I think that would be so tough. And probably, you know, I don't, I don't know because we don't know, but who knows? I, I think that might have been really hard for me mm. to the point of actually touching that place of depression and, and exhaustion again and just feeling like that's it. You know, that's it. I can't take it anymore. Um, and yet that's, you know, with that, with that understanding, what I feel is this buoyancy, this buoyancy that, that having, um, it's like knowing that we are carried. I mean, that's, that's another thing that actually happened in that moment um, of my realization um, you know, when, when I was really depressed the six years ago, I was feeling like I was literally spiraling down and it was like this ocean was just, I was drowning. I was literally drowning. And, and in that moment, I've had this realization that what was drowning me was this heavy, horrible thoughts that I've had about my life, etc. And, and in that moment, those you know, those thoughts miraculously kind of detached themselves from me. And in that moment, I'll never forget this because I have felt this buoyancy of the ocean. Like without those stones, the the ocean had me and it started pulling me upwards. It was like, um, so, you know, I, I really do... Uh, I know that I'm carried, I'm carried by, I'm carried by life and, and, and not just me. I know that we are all carried by life. Life carries us. Mm -hmm. We flow with life and sometimes we flow into difficult situations, but that is so, um, that is so helpful. And, and that helped me so much to navigate this stormy seas, last few months, stormy seas, deep grief. And I still feel it. You know, I still have moments that I just sit down on my sofa in the evening and uh, just tears just come and I just cry. You know, I think about my dad, heartbreak. And I, you know, I have, I have those moments, but again, it's like, 
I'm not scared of those moments. Actually, those emotions, that's, that's, again, that's being human and it's just not being scared of them, not, not feeling that they are out of place. They are not out of place. They're absolutely natural. And the more we embrace them, the more we welcome them, and they are like waves of this, you know, ocean kind of passing through us and and that and that really yeah so it's been hugely helpful um that this understanding helps me every single day (laughs) every single day and and I love it it's it's it like you said it's um it's not just for the big stuff and it's not just for the little stuff so, so sometimes it can look like, you know, it can look like both like, oh, I get how this can help me with a habit or with a little bit of work, stress at work. But how does it help when you have a death of someone you love, you know, and it clearly it does. And, and, mm-hmm. and on the flip side, you know, people can say, oh, I, I see that emotion's okay, but how is this going to help me when I just can't get out of bed in the morning? You know, I mean, it just, it, it just, it's, it's kind of magical in a way that it just sort of, like you said, I love how you talk about that buoyancy. It, we don't even have to figure out how or why. We're just held by life. And, and then, you know, we just flow through things. It sounds so simple when I say it. And so like too good to be true in a sense, but I, I love it. I can hear that in your story so much. So how, yeah. how is your, um, how is your, work change? Like obviously you're, you're sharing this and coming from a different place. Um, do you, are you seeing different things with the people you work with? Like, is it, can you tell that this is more effective than what you were doing before? Yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's so much more effective. <laughs> it's so much more effective because it, it seizes the search <laughs> You know, it seizes the search for yet another strategy or yet another thing to do to feel better. And and let's face it, when we when we practice strategies to have less stress and better resilience, when we try to um, establish better circumstances for ourselves again to have less stress and better resilience, and that's how a lot of us navigate. That's how a lot of people get to the state of burnout because they they literally try their best to improve their circumstances you know change their jobs change their lives uh, you know change their partners you know to have more children less children you know to move to the country move to the city gosh yeah. And then on top of that is is um, is management is that man you know you have to manage you have to add those things to your to your to do list you have to do you know you have to do this you have to meditate you have to go for a run you have to go to the gym you have to sleep eight hours a day I mean I've had a long to do list <laughs> so and what happens is that unfortunately all this things they they don't last of course they don't last because (laughs) because our experience works in different ways um and you know those things never bring about lasting change so at some point 
you will look back and think, what the hell is happening? I've been trying to do this and this hasn't been working. This has worked a little bit, but not quite. Right. What's going on? Um, so we are in this constant search, constant search uh, for less stress, better well-being. We are trying to get there, but this then, <laughs> this there never happens. It's always there, you know, and when we, when I talk to people, sometimes people say yes. And sometimes also people, people say, yes, I know about stress when, you know, when I finish this project, when that kind of completes, then I will be feeling better. So there's, there is this search and there's this feeling that that will happen sometime in the future. So when we learn about how our experience work, where, how does it work, how our mind works, how stress works, what really triggers stress, you know, where our resilience comes from, <laughs> um, that is that changes a huge change, a par- paradigmatic change, um, and it ends the search because we look towards ourselves. We are always brought to ourselves and. Um, and we discover, you know, the more we look, the more we discover that space of, of quietness, that space of calm, that space of just um, good, just good feeling, just the quiet, good feeling. And, and when we lean into that space, the more it, you know, it starts to grow with, with all the qualities that we've been always uh, trying to achieve. And we suddenly realize that they are there, you know, hidden within us. Um, so it's a huge change. It's a huge, absolutely huge change. People who have been feeling on the path to burnout or burnt out or recovered, recovering from burnout, suddenly they feel that, that this kind of a source of energy, that we are connected to the source of energy. <laughs> you, just, you just have to find it within yourself. Um, and yes. You know, there is the, 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 there is less, you know, less difficult days, a little bit more good days. And, you know, there is a little less anxiety and a little bit more calm and there is a little less stress and, and, and more engagement. So, yeah, there is, you know, it's I a love, huge... I love that path, but like from... You just you keep saying buoyancy, which I just love that term so much. It's like from burnout to buoyancy. I mean, how how what a huge difference! How amazing! So I'll share links to where people can see your online course and, and the work that you do. I mean, I think if and just like for you, if anyone is feeling stressed out or or approaching burnout and exhausted, like you were, I mean what an amazing shift can happen. And, and as much as you didn't want to admit it back in 2014 without having to do a lot of stuff, <laughs> just by looking at a new direction, there really, he was right, right? There really is nothing that you have to do, but we kind of have to just discover that on our own, I guess. But I love this conversation. Thank you so much for sharing, Dorothy. Oh, it's been, it's been a pleasure. Such a lovely, uh, such a pleasure, Amy. Um, thank you once again for inviting me. And uh, and yeah, absolutely. Burnout, um, 
stress, chronic stress, burnout could be could be the beginning, could be the beginning of something uh, exciting and uh, and a different way of navigating our life. So thank you so much. Thank you. Hey, did you know that my two flagship programs, the Little School of Big Change and the Change Coach Training Program now have self-study versions? That means you don't have to wait until the next live group starts. You can get instant access to the Little School of Big Change curriculum or to an extensive set of lessons and coaching sessions in the case of the Change Coach Home Study course and start seeing more right away. The best part, this is awesome, is that you get to go through the self-study versions now or whenever you're ready and then also join the next live guided versions of these courses. So your investment for the self-study course goes toward the price of the live course if you choose to upgrade. It's a total win-win. You can get this content now, do whatever you want with it at your own pace, and also let me guide you and support you and lead you through it when it's time. I'd love to see you try out one of these self-study courses. You can find links to both of them in the show notes. 